Liz Cheney loses badly in Wyoming, and former CIA director Michael Hayden has a ridiculous take on the Republican Party. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back-to-back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent-pending 15-round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal at keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Bureau of Land Management is pausing oil and gas leasing on 2.2 million acres of Colorado land after environmental groups say that the current management plan failed to consider climate impacts. They said that they are very concerned about this and it's going to endanger one small plump little bird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn you to hell with your energy. We got to save this fat little bird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's the leases the cons- the impact to the Gunnison sage grouse. This sounds like rich people problems. I'm sorry. I know that you have high gas prices, but we can't do anything to alleviate that here in Colorado. We are concerned about the endangered little plump bird. The Gunnison sage grouse. You want to know a great way to save an endangered animal? Put it on the menu. People, you'll have more of them, especially if they're tasty. Spurred looks like it's got some meat on it. I'm just saying. I wouldn't turn down a drumstick. I'm going to (laughs) lie. Come on, look at it. Look, does this go with your diet? Kane's on a new diet. You're on a new diet, sir. Could this? Could you yeah, eat this, this little bird? Yeah, this would be considered yeah something I could have. It's yeah. Nice, What's your diet again? Protein. What are you doing? I'm just doing something through soda, through PhD uh, weight loss. Oh, okay. It's just essentially it's cutting out sugars and carbs, and just eating more vegetables. It's kind of like a common sense thing. Would the soda PhD weight loss allow for you to eat this little plump bird? I think so. It looks tasty, don't it? Yep. I don't uh, know how much meat you get on it, but I'm looking at it right now. Looks like it's protein ridden. Mm. I mean, I should be talking about the bigger story here, but I love how they I love how it's described. The Gunnison sage grouse is a large bird with a chubby body, small head, and long tail. You had me, yeah, <laughs> you had me there. I don't know how big it is. Now I'm like interested in this size of the size of the Gunnison sage grouse. How much meat is on it? It doesn't like that when I ask it that. The range of length is 32 to 51 centimeters. So it's a sage grouse. It's about 4.2 pounds, right? That's decent. Hmm. 
They're mostly in southwestern Colorado and southeastern Utah. And they... Oh. Ooh. Ooh. I was looking at this recipe, Kane. I would imagine... Now, a Gunnison sage grouse, I guess, is a specific type of sage grouse. And they can... I don't know. They have little short legs, so they can't run fast. So... Yeah, perfect. I mean, they can fly, even though they're fat. They they're fat little things. They can fly, but so it's like quail hunting or like pheasant hunting. Hell, I'd run this damn thing down. I wouldn't they even look, need to. They look a little take plumper. a shot. They look more plump than a than a quail or. I mean, I'm just imagining it with. I'm imagining this thing without feathers on a plate. You know, it looks delicious. <laughs> now, I I immediately was started to do recipes in my head, so I looked this up. You can cook sage grouse breast like a steak or like the breast meat of a duck, goose, sharpie, dove, or pigeon, which is to say rare to medium. Do this and they're like a seasoned steak. Mmm. Yeah. Sold. I'm sold. I, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm just saying. I think that's, that's honestly, so it's federally listed as being threatened and they're like, oh, it's the loss of habitat. Blah, blah, blah. An oil or gas lease, I, I mean, for the love. They don't worry about this stuff when they're putting up windmills. Nope. They don't worry about this, which, by the way, you have to use so much fossil fuels just to make a windmill and keep it running because you have to have a backup thing. Uh, but, yes, they can fly, but they can't run fast, so you can just totally run him. You could run him down, Kane. That'd be good. They're actually really, those, the ones that we're showing on the simulcast are actually kind of cute. But when they stand up, they're ugly as hell. They're ugly. I only like them when they're sitting down. They're look how ugly that thing is. I sent a picture in slide. It's ugly. Anyway, they live for about one to nine years, and they got because their little legs are real chubby, like real short, and they got their little chubby bodies. They can't run fast, but they can fly. So, and they have really interesting little little feathers, little like a turkey sort of. But they they're rare birds. Their scientific name is the Centropetalus biomyplaticus. Is what they're. That's what their scientific name is. Tastiest Berticus, get on my platicus. It's the name of the bird. It's a very interesting name. They are of the Animalia Kingdom, the Aves class, and the Fascinate Delicioso family. Just, I don't know. It's just what the science says. You know, we're scientists. We love science. So... That's, I really don't even care. It's a fat little bird that looks delicious. If you want to save it, make it a menu item. Guaranteed, people will be like, dude, I'm telling you, if they're, if, if red meat was endangered, I would be out there, save the, co-. I would have cattle. I would have my own cattle and I would raise it up to even eat even more. I mean, do people not realize this, that you can, Juan says the bird identifies as chewable. <laughs> That would be Kane. That would be a great diet. Kane, share this with everybody. Yeah, please. I think a, a really good idea for mm. a new diet would be just chasing after your food mm. to get it. Because then you work yourself up. Once you get it, then you feed yourself that sustenance that you worked so hard for. I think that would be good for health. Yeah, I I I, I think it would be. It'd be very healthy. Be I think that's why we eat so much healthy. beef because cows are so slow. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to catch them. Right. Yeah, you could run after it, get some cardio in, woo, chase after your meal. It's like a, I mean, they have all kind of co- weird concepts with restaurants and all that now, I'm just saying. Anyway, what's the point of me telling you about this? 
Well, we've got to pause the leasing because of this bird. Um, excuse me? Yes, it's incredibly important that these little birds control your life and mean that we have to get more oil from Russia and OPEC. It's very important. I really, I don't think the planet's going to spin off its axis if this bird goes away. I mean, I like being good steward of the blah, blah, shut up. I don't but care. you said it before. The science is they fly, right? Mm-hmm. These birds fly. So if you're having, if they're having problems, they'll just fly to another place. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's really ruins the bird's future. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't. But, you know, there it is. I, uh, I, it, it is, we should not be running energy policy like this i we really shouldn't but this is what they're doing this is the original blm ladies and gentlemen we were asked by a listener what kind of uh what would be the best sauce for this i know i think that's a good larry asks what would be a good sauce for it i don't even know now i'm like all i'm like i'm only can think about that now I can't think about anything well, if else. it's like duck, I don't know, maybe some sort of mm. like a red wine type sauce, maybe a red, red wine reduction. Cherry too. Yeah. Mm, be good. Anyway, so they said that uh, Bureau of Land Management, the settlement that they have, they, they, they're pausing leasing in the area, particularly North Fork Valley. And the plan puts, they said that all of this, they've been fighting with people trying to, that, that, you know, that have these leases on this land. And they've been fighting over this for such a long time. This isn't the first time that Bureau of Land Management has done this kind of craziness. I mean, they, I mean, it, it's, I mean, really, uh, people who don't understand energy dictating this stuff have helped put us in this position of weakness. Then you had J.P. Morgan CEO who said, we should focus on climate. The problem with that is because of high oil and gas prices, the world's turning back on their coal plants. It's dirtier. You know, if you want to solve the climate, he goes, he goes, it's, it, it, it is not against climate change for America to boost more oil and gas. It's, he said, U.S. natural gas production doesn't conflict with the reduction of greenhouse gases. It actually doesn't because of our clean extraction methods. He's actually not wrong on that because we have very clean extraction methods. In fact, we've pioneered that in the world. The United States was first without without government regulating it, and then the government comes in and act like they've been regulating it this whole time. Stop. But Kane is still like, they live from one to five years. We should farm them. He's still back with the bird. Yeah, I, d- yeah, I mean, really, though. I'm telling you, I, if you, I, 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 some of these people, it's like I, I'm all about good animal stewardship. This is a little bird. We can move them somewhere. I'll take some. Oh, I'll take real good care of them. Bring, bring some of them birds over here. Bring them to Dallas. At some point, mm. chickens were wild, and we just decided to farm them. Yeah. I think at this point, we should probably Hogs? do that with these the sage grass. Yeah, just farm it like pheasants and stuff, right? Like As pheasants. ransomware and other cyber attacks continue to sweep the nation, traditional antiviruses continue to fail as they cannot detect new malware and ransomware. And that's because they operate off a blacklist. And many of these antiviruses are made in the same foreign countries that the malware originates from. PCmatic is the only solution that is 100% made in America and uses proprietary whitelist technology to protect against all known and unknown cyber threats, including 
including ransomware, malware, identity theft, and nation-state attacks. PCMatic protects homes and businesses of all sizes. PCMatic also makes your computers run faster by performing automated maintenance and system optimization. Protect your devices with an American-made cyber solution. PCMatic is just $50 for five devices for one entire year with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Act now and receive $5 off your entire order of PCMatic protection by visiting PCMatic.com Dana. Again, to protect you and your family from ransomware, malware, and other cyber threats, visit PCMatic.com Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. So the State Department is warning U.S. travelers of a kidnapping risk in Mexico. They've released notice warning U.S. citizens of the risk of violent crime, including possible kidnapping, urging them to exercise precautions if they choose to travel the country. Now, they said that they've outlined restrictions to employees, blah, blah, blah. They said that they had do not travel advisory on six states in Mexico because of crime and kidnapping. And they're also citizens were to reconsider travel to a number of additional states, uh, including uh, Sonora, Durango, uh, Baja, California, and others. So there's been a lot of cartel action. I think the cartels are fighting. Oh my gosh. Home sales have plunged 20% from one year ago as high mortgage rates and inflation spur a housing recession. But we were told everything was temporary and transitional. Sales of US, of existing U.S. homes dropped for the sixth straight, straight month in July. The number of transactions was down 5.9% from June and 20.2% from a year ago. The things that are putting a damper on buyer demand, inflation, higher mortgage rates. Said one industry economist, quote, we're witnessing a housing recession. Now, interestingly, prices still remain what they were despite a growing slower rate. So July's median sale price of $403,800 was up 10.8% from one year ago. But it turned into, now it's it's the buyer's market. Also, candy-colored fentanyl pouring across the border. Anything that is, look, this it just looks like cheap candy don't even eat cheap candy man i don't even do that rainbow colored fentanyl pills resembling candy and sidewalk chalk are coming in from over the border in fact 15 over fifteen thousand of these rainbow colored fentanyl pills were seized wednesday it was they were strapped to somebody's leg at the nogales point of entry along the u.s mexico border and arizona and this is the second consecutive day that they found these so they think that there's a ton of these that are coming over and they're they're thinking it's starting a trend with transnational criminal organizations targeting kids or teenagers. Well, same thing, kind of uh, just wild. So, yeah, don't eat cheap looking candy at all. Ugh. And then also this report, the Royal Air Force, I don't really care about RAF, but this is Wokery. They stopped hiring white dudes to keep up with diversity quotas, according to Daily Wire. And the female head of recruiting quitted and qu- quitted. The female head of recruiting quit in protest. This is the British Royal Air Force. They hit an effective pause for all jobs being offered to white male recruits because they want diversity quotas instead. And the female head of recruiting, God love her, she quit. I need to share this story with you because I really, I want to get your all's opinions on this. This is not, I actually don't even have an opinion on it because I just, I think everything is dumb. 
I mean, everybody's broke. Nobody can afford basic stuff, right? Everything's just miserable. So I saw this. I, at first I saw it and I was like, wow, people can still afford vacations. That's awesome. This was um, NBC News. The headline, from rentals to bathrooms, Airbnb listings aren't the first defensive effort to commercialize slave cabins. Like, where did this come from? So what happened from what I have read is that there are certain properties and it started with one. I hate TikTok. I swear Beijing does this on purpose. Did you know their TikToks are all about like educational stuff for their kids? And our TikToks are stupid. It, it's I mean, it's the Bill Burr's going to do a segment on it. I'm sure like a whole bit on how it's so dumb. Like we sit here and we act like we want more educational stuff. What did he say? You rain money down on these dumb broads. You know, like that's what, that's what it is. So what happened is there was this property in Mississippi and they, the owners put it on Airbnb and this, now let me even back it up further. This all stemmed from people having weddings at plantations, former plantations, right? And they have their wedding pictures there and then everybody's like freaking out and getting mad. People you don't even know that you didn't even invite to your wedding are like mad at you because you had it there, but okay. And so there was one property, it's called the, it was in, it's a Belmont plantation in Greenville, Mississippi, and it is called the Panther Burn Cottage. And so they had this property where you could get a room and then they had a little cottage where they put it up on Airbnb and they said that people could rent it out like you would, you know, a normal house. And then there was someone on TikTok posted the listing saying, quote, how is this okay in somebody's mind to rent out a place where human beings were kept as slaves, rent this out as a bed and breakfast. And the, the listing had like a bunch of reviews, etc. And people are saying, well, so, so basically the way I understand, what are they supposed to do with their property? I just, I mean, is it still used for that purpose? I mean, I don't think so. That's, it's been criminalized since re- Republicans made it illegal. So what I just, I don't, what are they supposed to do with the property? Don't you think that's kind of an own to be like, yeah, now look at it. You used it for this purpose and now look at it. Anybody can, you know, rent it out as a bed and breakfast, a bed and breakfast. I, I don't like bed and breakfast. I don't like staying. I don't like staying at a place where I just get like, I want to stay at home and have like a continental breakfast. I have all that crap here. I'm real weird. I'm a hobbit. I mean, clearly they removed, they don't list them as that on the listing. They just say it's a cottage on the grounds of, and they say it has like Wi-Fi and all this stuff. So Airbnb apologized. They removed the listing and they're removing anything where they have cottages that are up for, you You could run them out as Airbnbs that were ever apparently, uh, as they said, former slave quarters in the United States. And a lot of preservationists are saying, well, you know, the commercialization of these sites has been happening for a long time. You know, it's not really new. What's new is that cancel culture exists. And, and the, people think that simply because these structures still stand, that it's either acceptance or uh, promotion of or something of, of that act, which it's not. And I mean, I just, it's weird that they did, they did a whole thing on it. Like Atlas Obscura did a whole story and NBC's all over it. And they went... 
they like went back and apparently found one person who stayed at the Panther Burn Cottage last October and left a positive review. And everyone's like, how dare you? Because they were like, oh, it was like stepping back in history. And of course, they got flamed. Like, how dare you? What are they supposed to do? Burn down the damn cottage? What do you want them to do? I mean, anybody can stay there. That's kind of an own, right? I just, what are the, nobody says what they want you to do. You know why? Because there's nothing in cancel culture that ever can be done. So, and now they're mad at the property owners. People get mad because people still have weddings on, you know, these sites. Somebody got like lit up on Instagram because they had their wedding. uh, I think it was a Hispanic couple. They had their wedding at, they wanted the pictures. It was pretty. And everybody, and people were like blowing them up in the comments. Isn't that kind of a known, though, that you can do that at a, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's just how I look at it. But what are you supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? Like somebody, do you want them to burn it down? What do you want them to do? Bomb it? I don't know. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Woohoo! And we got more of your phone calls coming up. I appreciate your all's patience. Hang on those lines. We open up phone lines to get your all's thoughts in. We got a couple minutes here. So we got our Florida man. This is not how a joke starts, but it could be. A man walks into a South Florida bar with a grenade. Oh. You're like, where's the punchline? There's not one. That's the, that's the thing. That actually happened. It's a bar in Wilton Manors. It took place on Tuesday night. A little after 9 p.m., a patron at the corner bar. I feel like they need a John Taffer intervention for a better name they got a grenade and placed it on the bar was was that like how he was asking for a drink because that's actually kind of it's kind of cool it's kind of ba i gotta say no don't do that fellow customer customer whose name is actually amazing daryl darling i don't know of any more of any name that is more amazing than that he served in the marine corps he decided to distract the man he goes i bought him a drink it was all part of the plan and he got the guy talking, got him relaxed. The owner called the cops, got people out of the establishment. Darling said that he was oblivious. And then the cops arrived. They searched him. The grenade was hollowed out. So it's a dummy. And Darling goes, well, it looked very well. Because well, it was. I mean, when you, I have a cane. I mean, I got one on my desk. It's ho- I mean, not real. It's hollowed out. And it's, you know, platinum. But, you know, so, but same thing. I get it. Uh, the man was apparently emotionally disturbed. He was taken to a mental health facility, as per police report, and his identity was not realized. And so the man told officers, apparently his words were, quote, he was destroyed by the recent deaths of close friends. So that guy, Daryl Darling, the guy who, uh, the Marine, God love that guy, because, man, he saw it. He's like, I'm just going to slide in here, and we're going to get all this situated. He handled that like a boss. Someone give him a key to the city. He should get free drinks forever at that bar. Man, make it happen. Come on. And also, what a great last name. What a great name, period. So, uh, mm. <sighs> this Florida woman was on an inflatable paddleboard. There's your first problem. Inflatable paddleboard. Second problem is that she's out in the same water where another giant alligator killed and ate another gator right in front of her. Now, instead of rocketing herself to shore, Florida woman Tammy Shaw took a video. (laughs) She was able to get back to shore, and then she uploaded the video to Alligators of Florida. 
according to uh, NIX News. And she said that it was titled Gator Eating Alligator Silver Springs. So that is, and she is the video. She lived to tell the tale. Dude, it's like right in front of her and absolutely terrifying. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Liz Cheney loses badly in Wyoming. The Fed says inflation is not going anywhere. And former CIA Director Michael Hayden has a ridiculous take on the Republican Party. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.